When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Thanks to Sportsbet Gamble responsibly, 1-800-858-858. So Melbourne off to a winning start this AFL season. The Premiership defence with the first four points in the grand final rematch last night. You heard it all on AFL Nation, calling every game this weekend. And you can also watch your team every game, every round on KO Sports. The other figure who caught the eye in the warm-up was Dustin Martin, who's been events of last night have been quite overwhelming. And the Bulldogs' chief executive, Amit Baines, is with us on AFL Nation. Amit, welcome. Good evening. Evening, Jared. What did you think when you first heard your coach's comments last night? Uh, probably um, really surprised, uh, to be honest. Uh, you know, it is out of character for, for Luke. We know that he's someone who is very passionate and protective of his players, and, you know, that manifests in a, a lot of different ways. Um, but clearly, as the, the club and, and Luke have both acknowledged and um, taken accountability for today... Uh, you know, the, the, the behaviour last night was not something that we condone and, um, you know, not something that we want to see. Did you have any reason to think that he might react in such a manner in the press conference? Uh, no, look, we, you know, as, as always, as every club does, the, the process for, um, you know, the, the coach taking their position in the press conference always is precipitated by a conversation with the, the club's media manager and um, you know, a, a discussion had taken place and, and, and largely that was centred around the game and, and clearly there was disappointment in, in the result. Um, so I don't think um, any of us had any um, inkling of what, what was to occur. So, was it out of line? Oh, it was certainly out of line. I think, you know, um, I'm sure uh, that you guys on, on air tonight as well as your listeners have had an opportunity to to read the, the club statement, to, to hear from Bevo. And, um, you know, there's genuine contrition, genuine emotion in his voice and in his words. And, um, you know, he's a, a highly respected and uh, much-loved leader of our football club and, and in that context represents us. So from a club point of view, we take full accountability for what's transpired as well. So absolutely um, was out of line. And, and, you know, to the extent that you will have read and, and heard in, in the words that he has uttered and the club has uttered today, we, we take full accountability and responsibility for that. Why would a round one selection story cause him to tip in such a manner? It's March and this is an excruciatingly long journey ahead. Yeah, look, there are there are a number of um, explanatory elements, I suppose, to, to what gave rise to, to what occurred last night um, that go back some way. Um, that I don't think we're, you know, one one I don't think is appropriate to really um, talk about publicly. But but secondly, you know, we we want to own what happened last night and don't want to be seen or perceived to be making any excuses or to, to justify that. 
that conduct either. And, you know, Luke's been really strong in his own language around that today, that regardless of what the circumstances were or, or um, you know, how legitimate they might have been in terms of the emotion around them, um, there was no place for what took place last night. Is he in a fit state to remain as senior coach, Amit? Uh, absolutely. I, you know, I've, I've uh, been made aware of different comments that have um, surfaced today around that and I, I think that while it's legitimate to, to question and be concerned about his well-being given um, what took place last night and that's certainly our starting point with, with everything is um, you know making sure that um, we continue to provide Luke with the resources and support he needs to perform the role you know that does come with a lot of pressure. Um, I think any suggestion that he's not fit to coach um, is wildly off the mark. Did you were you pretty forthright with him today, Amit, or, or was he, when you first met or spoke with him, was he fully cognizant of what he'd done and, and feeling remorseful? Oh, no, definitely the latter, um, Jared. I've, you know, this is my 12th year in, in this industry and I've met a lot of wonderful people, uh, but not many as, as bright and as emotionally intelligent as Luke, um, which is, I suppose, why last night was so profound in it being out of character and, and coming as, as that great surprise to your first question. So he was, you know, absolutely remorseful having reflected on it today. Um, again, you know, if if um, those who haven't seen his video take note of that, they'll be able to see the genuine emotion and contrition in his words and tone. I mean, football clubs are made up of a lot of special people. And when you have a lot of people in a football club, it is difficult to keep information is in. Is there a concern or a change of what you need to do internally to keep that sort of privy information to yourselves? Is there a concern that too much is getting out already? Oh, I think I think it can be difficult, um, Nick, and, um, you know, your former coach and my old work colleague, Ross Lyon, spoke to that today about, you know, the, the circle of people who, um, you know, un, unwittingly get, get brought into that information. If, you know, with a list of 40-plus players who speak to family or partners or managers... Um, you know, that, that circle broadens widely. So, you know, as disappointed as we are with what's transpired um, and, and clearly need to resolve what's happened because that is an issue for us, um, I don't think there's any suggestion of any malicious intent or, or distrust within our ranks, I think, which is really important. And, you know, I want to give um, our fan base that, that confidence, both in terms of Jared's question earlier around, you know, Luke being absolutely um, fit to coach, um, but also that we have a really strong and united group that, you know, are hell-bent on going one better this year after the disappointment of the grand final last year. Carlton about to burst through the banner, so that's why there's a roar here. I mean, uh, one quick one from me. Did you speak to the AFL today? Did the AFL speak to you to speak to Luke? Yeah, I, I, I was in contact, um, you know, with a couple of key people at the AFL um, over the course of today. Clearly, when something like this happens, in the context of um, not only our workplace, but the AFL workplace um, being an AFL press conference. Um, you know, it's important that we clear the air. Ultimately, no one um, was was pleased with um, the outcome of last night. So it was important that everyone felt, you know, that um, the way in which both Luke and the club handled things today and took accountability for what happened was appropriate. And I think um, we're all feeling that way come, come the end of today. So they voiced their displeasure? Yeah, look, they, they weren't happy, um, clearly, in, in terms of, of what took place. But, um, again, I know I keep referring, uh, referencing back to, to our statement and Luke's statement, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, we weren't happy with, with what took place and, and we want to own that, um, you know, quite apart from what anyone else might think. 
So those statements are unequivocal in terms of apology. It would Should Luke apologise personally to Tom Morris? Do you know whether he intends to do that? Um, we, I mean, obviously, given what took place last night and, and the rawness um, of things, um, the apology that, that Luke delivered today was through his statement and through his video. Separately, the club did make contact with Tom directly um, and, and made that apology to him. Um, you know, there's obviously a, a lot going on as how, you know, as, as the days transpired. So um, I'm sure we'll continue to, to um, discuss what, what else might be required going forward. Do you accept that in this story, uh, that's the role of the football journalist, that in a way, round one selection stories, that's bread and butter, that's small beer, and that nothing untoward was done? Uh, I do, but I also accept that. Um, and again, I don't, I don't, you know, going back to what I said earlier, this is not about having any legitimacy around what happened last night. There wasn't any. Um, but equally, the emotion from which it stirred from is not that in isolation. Um, I'll leave it at that. How will how will Luke resume his relationship with the? I hate the phrase media because it's like lumping all eighteen clubs in together as if there's not differentiation. But will it be difficult for him? Does he feel acrimony toward that collective media? Uh, no, no, he doesn't, and I think that that is a bit of a misnomer too. So I'm glad that you've given me the opportunity to address that. Clearly, there have been issues over time and, and some of those have been rehashed today. But um, you're probably a good example of, of the most recent interaction where he had an in-depth and, and very um, you know, relaxed and, and interactive experience um, with you only last week, Jared. So I think it's a bit of a misnomer. And your point, I think, is spot on that... Um, you know, just as uh, you don't want to lump everyone into that, you know, we certainly don't, and, and he wouldn't think that way either. So um, clearly there are some challenges that um, have surfaced last night that, you know, we, we want to make sure don't ever resurface again, that we'll continue to work with Luke on as the season unfolds and as the, you know, the ongoing pressure um, remains. But I don't think there's any issue um, with, with the media per se in, in that broad sense. So as we finish a meet, are there any? Are you alert for any warning signs in this as to how the club, the individuals, the collectives have processed grand final defeat, which is such a big thing to work through, and there are historic examples both ways of how it can go completely awry or how it can spur a group on. Does this raise any warning flags in your mind as to how you've dealt with the events of September last? No, I think I think it's been a really positive building to to this season, um, and you know the the playing group, the coaching group, the football program as a whole are really focused on what we need to do, you know, to to go that one step further, um, without betraying too many confidences. I know there was clearly a lot of a build up about the rivalry, and you know, trying to um, really accentuate elements of what have been reported on over the summer and, and the bad blood between the clubs. But I sat in the team meeting before the game yesterday and, and there was no mention of any of that. It was really focused on what do we do, need to do as a collective um, to, to really go that one step better and, and to really sustain that performance across the whole year. And the playing group are really determined to do that. And, you know, it was a terrific game of football last night. Melbourne were obviously too strong in the end, um, but our guys kept fighting. It was only, what, four or five points of difference 
you know, close to midway through the last quarter. So, um, you know, for for the first hit out um, to start the season, I think there are a lot of positives to take from that. And, and that's what we'll continue to do as we, you know, head into round two against Carlton and all the games beyond. Amit, thanks for your time tonight. No worries. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Ryan. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.